good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion. First of all, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed Amak for this privilege to lead the first session of prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you and I love you. Esteemed family will go ahead and continue to intercede fervently for the military bodies and the security agencies of the various nations of the world. We also pray for the exposure of spies who have been paid and sent to expose vital security of nations for evil and wicked purposes. That wherever they are now, they are exposed. Those who sent them are also exposed. Their influence is lightly esteemed. We pray and dispatch ministry angels in the various military camps and borders of nations. Esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from, kindly unmute your mic and intercede for the security bodies and the military of nations. Thank you. 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for another opportunity to intercede for the various nations of the world. We intercede for the military bodies, the security agencies in the various nations of the world. Those in leadership in these agencies, that the wisdom of God is at work in them, that they are not swayed to and fro by their deep state or weakness. Wicked men and women, they stand firm, they stand firm, having the security of their nations as number one priority. We pray for the exposure of spies, evil men and women who have been sent and paid to release vital security of nations for evil and wicked purposes. Even now, wherever they are, they are exposed. Those who sense them are also exposed and their influence is lightly esteemed in the various nations of the world. We dispatch ministry angels, O Lord, to the various borders and boundaries of nations, and the nations are protected. We decree and declare peace, salvation, and righteousness prevails in all the nations of the world. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for an opportunity to cause changes in the nations of the world today. Thank you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Once again, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank Esteem Amar for this privilege, Ma, to lead in the first session of prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you, and I love you so dearly. Esteem family, thank each and every one of you for interceding once again for the various military bodies and the security agencies of the various nations of the world. God bless each and every one of you, and I love you all so dearly. Over to you, Esteem Pastor Deborah for the next session of intercessory prayers. Thank you. Praise God, praise God. Thank you, Sister Tina. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning, we're going to be praying for the nations of the world. And today we are praying for the Commonwealth of Bahamas. The Bahamas, officially the Commonwealth of Bahamas, is a country within the Lycan archipelago of the West Indies of the Atlantic. Um, the Bahamas is a nation in the Caribbean. Led by a governor general. Governor general of the Bahamas. The Bahamas, the Commonwealth of Bahamas is another nation that's still under the monarchy of the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II. So the, the nation, the Commonwealth of Bahamas, popularly called, is led by a governor general, praise the Lord. 
So we're going to be praying for the Commonwealth of Bahamas this morning. We are praying for the Governor General and the Prime Ministers um, at this time. We are going to be declaring that the wisdom of God is at work in this leader. Declaring also that they are severed from the deep states, every connection with the deep states, praise the Lord, is severed. It's quite interesting. Um, yeah, the governor general is 85 years old, leading a new nation. What? We're going to pray for him today, and we are praying for every leader in the nation. And we're declaring that the wisdom of God is at work in him, at work in everyone in the name of the Lord Jesus, everyone in leadership of the nation. And this nation, it, it's, it comes strongly to me that all these nations are still under the leadership, under the um, authority of Europe, Queen Elizabeth II, in this new millennium, as we will call it, but we're going to pray for them. We're going to declare that every ties with nations that are not of God and all the plants of God, they are severed in the name of Jesus, um, ties with the deep states, they are severed in the name of the Lord Jesus, they are cut off by the power of the Holy Ghost. And we pray for indigents, the, the members, citizenry of the Bahamas, that their longing and desire for the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is intense. Their longing and desire for the truth of the gospel. Let us begin to pray, declare concerning them that yes, the gospel has come to them by the power of the Holy Ghost. And yes, they are sensitive to receive it because their longing, their desire for the truth is continually increasing. We pray for ministers of the gospel in the Bahamas that they are bold in preaching the truth of God's word, the truth of God's word. We declare concerning Christians in the Bahamas, they are bold, they are preaching the gospel everywhere in the commonwealth of Bahamas. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that every form of idolatry in that nation is cut off in the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare every form of catechism, Roman catechism going on in that nation, it is severed in the name of the Lord Jesus because it's a nation that is highly populated by um, all, everything that has to do with Roman Catholicism. We cut it off in the name of the Lord Jesus. That this was the truth of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is what they what they receive is what they long for, is what they desire, is what they receive in the name of the Lord Jesus. The gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ floods the nation in the name of the Lord Jesus. And righteousness, hallelujah, righteousness covers the whole nation of the commonwealth of the Bahamas. Let us pray even at this time. Yes, the leadership that is right for the nation. 
Shut up, 
Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, over to you, Pastor Derry. Can you unmute yourself and declare Praise words? Lord. Lord. Father, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for the commonwealth of the Bahamas. Father, as we proclaim the name of the Lordship of Jesus over the nation of the Bahamas, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess the name of Jesus. Father, we use and pray for Governor General of the Bahamas, His Excellency, Honorable Cornelius Smith, as a point of contact, Lord, we cast out the spirit of fear and deception in the nation of the Bahamas, that Father God, the light of God shall shine upon of today intensely we dethrone the powers of darkness over the leaders and the citizens oh lord god that the nation of the bahamas is experiencing salvation in every city town nation home father god there is a great desire for the truth of god's word father god in their hearts rising up right now we declare that the veil of darkness is removed from their eyes oh lord god in the light of the glorious gospel is shown in their life as of today. We declare peace, love, prosperity, health, and wealth in every nation, in their nation, in their streets, in their homes. There is joy, Father God, over this nation. We pray for the ministers of the gospel and all the Christians in the Bahamas, Father God, that they are filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Father God, they are working worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, O Lord God, and increasing in the knowledge Knowledge of God and they are strengthened with might according to his glorious power and to all patience and long suffering. Father God, we thank you and we declare that your perfect will is prevailing in the commonwealth of the Bahamas as of this day. And there is a sudden change in that nation in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, we thank you for you always hear us as we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you so much. Hallelujah, 
Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray and we thank you for all men in the commonwealth of Bahamas. We pray for the Governor General of the Bahamas, Governor General, His Excellency, the Most Honorable Cornelius Smith Malikosta, appealing the so practitioner Monday, using him as a point of contact, Lika Sakabali for all in authority in the Commonwealth of Bahamas. We ask, Father, that you will pour out the spirit of salvation upon the Commonwealth of Bahamas, bringing many to salvation and to the knowledge of the truth. Father, let your kingdom come upon the Commonwealth of Bahamas. The name of Jesus is named upon and is glorified in the Commonwealth of Bahamas. They lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty in the Commonwealth of Bahamas. Yes, we pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ali Leno kosipenendi galakondi sekina bashti makadindi no krondo shumaleza naindi falada. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we rebuke and we restrain every force of evil in the Commonwealth of Bahamas. We rebuke you, evil spirits of anarchy, violence, deception, and war. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we cut out Satan and his demons of darkness from the Commonwealth of Bahamas, and we bring in the ministry of angels. The kingdom of God is come upon the Commonwealth of Bahamas, and the will of God is done glory to god good triumphs over evil in the commonwealth of bahamas and righteousness prevails forever yes lord you love the commonwealth of bahamas and you plan good for them you fill the commonwealth of bahamas with your goodness but evil men have hijacked economies of nations and put them in poverty. Now we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ against such men and women responsible for creating poverty in nations. Men and women who have hijacked the financial systems of the Commonwealth of Bahamas and created poverty for their greed, with their greed, greed, selfishness, and evil works. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we free the financial systems of the Commonwealth of Bahamas from the dubious men and women. We free the Commonwealth of Bahamas from terrible economic policies orchestrated by these people that have bound them and kept them in poverty. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that these evil people proceed no further. We frustrate their plans, their evil plans, and diminish their resources. We cut off their influences and powers to control the Commonwealth of Bahamas for their selfish ends. We free the Commonwealth of Bahamas from fear and proclaim deliverance for our leaders and our people. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that the Commonwealth of Bahamas is free to enjoy the goodness of God. Oh, hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we repeal and we counsel and we appropriate every unjust and evil law. Yes, boss passed in parliament or by decree in the commonwealth of bahamas only laws that are to the benefit of the people in consistency with the righteousness of god only such law stands in the name of the lord jesus christ we declare that every draconian law hurriedly and secretly passed during the COVID 19 fiasco and perpetrated to perpetrate the planned evil they are cut down in the name of the lord jesus christ Yes, we pray for all who are sick in the Commonwealth of Bahamas. 
We receive grace and mercy for them, and we declare that the love of God prevails in their behalf, and the healing power of God overwhelms them. And they are restored to wholeness. Yes, they come to know the love of God and His salvation. Such that they serve God with their lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in the Commonwealth of Bahamas. We pray for ministers of the gospel and the Christian that they lead in the Commonwealth of Bahamas. We declare that they are strong in faith, giving glory to God. Yes, they are filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Yes, they are bold, fearless, and courageous. They are in nothing terrified by their adversaries, but are forceful in advancing the cause of the gospel, hallelujah, and the kingdom. They are filled with the wisdom they are filled with the knowledge of God's will and discerning this end times. They are we pray for those being persecuted that they be delivered from wicked wicked and unreasonable men yes lido shaneka sediki bayala bashuti lengro sufriki de gologo bushiti bayala bali ko sufraka de likisiki bayala bashata makasu to gogo setike pato kosti ika ala kosta vai kosta lika sufraka de likisaka telekeza kabaye boshi kabayala bashata kabaye Yes, hallelujah. The commonwealth of Bahamas belongs to you, dear Lord Jesus, and the fullness thereof. Ligo so fraka de legisa pranagabasuta. Lingo so fitu vena osuti. Laka shaka bayeke de pondo fraka de legisa onta alekosta abaya. Oh, glory to God, glory to God. Make us safe in a black and daily Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Yes, the commonwealth of Bahamas belongs to the Lord and the fullness thereof. Lead up a shatakabaya lavasita. Lingo supiki and basitakabashitikibalaka suflikibaya. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Worship and adore your holy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. You are welcome to the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the lord hallelujah praise god praise god i'd like to say very big thank you to the esteemed sister amaka for the opportunity to always leave the saints of god in these times of intercessory prayers especially today for the commonwealth of the bahamas hallelujah praise god thank you so much sister tina for declaring the words concerning the military bodies of the nations 
Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie, for the words you declared concerning the nations of the Bahamas. Oh, hallelujah. Those words are established forever and ever in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, family, for this intense time of fellowship and interceding for the nations of the earth. God bless you richly. Hallelujah. Right away, we're going into a session of praise and worship, after which we are going into the Rhapsody of Realities segment. Over to you, dear esteemed Sister Harriet, at this time. God bless you all. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. And esteemed Pastor Debbie for the amazing session of prayer for the Commonwealth of Bahamas. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Tina, for the prayer for the military bodies all over the world. Thank you so much, esteemed Amara, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship today. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from at this time. Welcome to another time of fellowship with the Holy Spirit and with ourselves as brethren. Just go ahead and speak in other tongues. Give God praise. Oh, Radabashantaladabasatalabajeketeribos. Lift up your hands in worship to our King. Oh, Father, we love you. We give you praise. We exalt your name. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, for you, my entire being revolves around you. You are working in me to will and to do of your good pleasure. Displaying your virtues and perfection. Abounding in good work at all times. And my deepest, deep meditation is about you. It is about you, Lord. Lord, I love you. I am grateful for the glory of your presence within, for the beauty and the colors you bring. Oh, Lord, I love you. Oh, I am grateful for the glory of your presence living, for the beauty and the colors you bring. 
all for you. My entire being revolves around you. Lord, you are working me to will and to do of your good pleasures. Displaying your virtues and perfection abounding in good work at all times and my deepest deep meditation is about you oh for you lord my entire being revolves around you you are working in me to will and to do of your good pleasures. These plain your virtues and perfections abounded in good works at all times and my deepest deep meditation is about you and my deepest deep meditation is about you and my deepest deep meditation is about you lord Oh, I, oh, 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 I love you, Lord, Kalibosh. Oh, I, oh, 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 oh I love I love you, Lord. Kalibosh. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. I love you. I love you, Lord, yes, with all my heart. Oh, I love you, Lord. Oh, 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 I love you. Oh, 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 I love you, Lord. Oh, for you, my entire being revolves around you. You are working in me 
I'm displaying your good works and perfections. Abounding in good works at all times. And my deepest, deep meditation is about you. Lord, my deepest, deep meditation is about you. And my deepest, deep meditation is about you. My deepest, deep meditation, Lord, is about you. And my deepest, deep meditation is about you lord my deepest deep meditation is about you my heart my mind my life revolves around you it's about you all my life my life meditation is about you and my deepest deep meditation is about you lord oh 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 i love you lord oh 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 i love you lord with all my heart with all my strength with all my life I love you, Lord. There's nothing I'd rather do but to love you, Lord. Oh, I love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And our deepest, deep meditation, Lord, is about you. In a world filled with so many voices, in a world of noise, in a world of distractions and corrupting influences, we affirm this day that our deepest, deep meditation is about you, Lord. Thank you for predestining us to be known of you, called of you, saved of you. Thank you because it was ordained that we would love you. And no wonder your word says that all things work together for good to them that love you, to them who are the called according to your purpose. Father, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are the one that is at work in us, both to will and to do of your good pleasures. Indeed, we declare that we display your virtues and perfections. We are bound in good works at all times. At all times, Lord, at all times. There are no bad works in our lives. The Satan has nothing to glory of in us. 
He said that the God of this world covet, but he findeth nothing, for he has nothing in us. Everything about us is you. We are full of you. We are full of you. Your seven spirits are displayed mightily and at work in us. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Grace, for that time of worship. God bless you. Thank you, dear Pastor Deborah and Pastor Debbie, for the time of prayer over Bahamas. I was saying that that man is 85 years old, and I was asking if we should pray him out. But he might also be God's will for them at this time. Maybe in the nation of Bahamas, God is not able to find someone, you know, to replace him. But I know that as we have prayed, God's will is done. If he needs to leave office, he he would leave. If he needs to stay, the will of God will be done. And much more would happen in Bahamas because we prayed glory to God. Thank you to esteemed sister Tina for the time of praying over the security of nations. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes, yesterday pastor was telling us how that God needs more people to pray, more people to intercede, you know, to stand in the gap for the church, for the nations of the world, for many, for many matters. And, you know, I remember Sister Irene sending me a message and she said, Pastor is talking about us. <laughs> and I started laughing. And I could relate because that's exactly what we've been doing. You know, before we started praying for the nations on a daily basis, where we had a nation we used to pray for, I remember that um, we had a shadow, what we prayed for every day of the week. We had the days when we prayed for orphans, widows, internally displaced persons, um, imprisoned um um, innocent people who were imprisoned unjustly you know we basically have been praying for all the things that pastor was talking about so it's such an honor you know and a humbling experience to know you know through the your love out sessions that we've been functioning in God's perfect will you know virtually every day is a confirmation for us that what we're doing is right is God's will and that God is in this place so congratulations everyone and we celebrate the work of God in our lives. Praise God. So while I would have loved to call on who has something to say about your love, Lord, about World Fest, about Seven Spirits of God, about God's General, about Project Message a Day, about all the things that we're doing, we have that time tonight by 8 p.m. GMT plus one. Don't miss it for anything. And ensure you invite your friends and your loved ones. Try and invite at least two people. So we're going to have night of meditation, 8 p.m. tonight. We're going to have different people. I did say that if you want to handle something for you to reach out, you know, um, we're going to have different people handle different segments. Those that will talk to us about the project and message a day messages. Those will talk to us about the Rhapsody of Realities reviews. Those that will talk to us about the one year Bible reading plan. All that will be reading, all of you that have been taking note of different memory verse, different um, scriptures like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is in the Bible, this is in the Bible. You know, you just you copy it, you copy it, you copy it. So tonight is that night. 
there are those who talk to us about God's general, those who talk to us about seven spirits of God. Oh my God, that book, that book, seven spirits of God, who is reading it? Like, wow, 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 wow. Glory to God. So tonight is night of meditation and, you know, we're going to crown it all with talking, talking. We're going to talk. We're going to talk. We're going to stir up something on the inside. We're going to let loose some things on our inside for the next and higher level of glory in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. So I'm excited. Okay, so we're going to review the devotional article at this point in time. And I want to apologize for many of you, you would realize that, um, you are not able to like chat generally, um, you know, for everybody to see. We had to restrict that. We we noticed it was yesterday started that we had um, I don't know if to call them hackers or um, bumpers or whatever it is they what what they used some wrong people entering into the room and then sharing some wrong stuff. So we had to even from our settings deactivate all videos and then also today we had to um, deactivate chat so now if you, you can only chat with myself and the co-host you can't basically chat so any post you post others can't see it but even though it used to be very inspiring we have to restrict that for now and we apologize for that but just stay focused on the devotion ignore all that has happened and just enjoy yourself in Christ Jesus. So today is the 20th of August. It's 20th August already and we've been tightened for 20 days. Some of you say, Stamaka, I've been tightened for more than 20 days. Anyways, God bless you. But for some, you know, we started on the 1st of August based on the instruction of the Lord and it's just been amazing and today after the devotion we get to take testimonies of the workings of the word in us testimonies of the impact of tithing every day and several other testimonies that have happened especially in the last one week so don't miss the testimony segment let us review the article together it is there on your screen Live Manifested is the title of today's devotional article. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life, for the life was manifested, we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. First John 1, verse 1 to 2. Okay, so I, I just thought to note so that you don't have the wrong impression. Um, the person who was doing wrong posting on the group actually took on a name of someone, one of us in the house, which was Sister Mutinta. So those chats were not from her, so that you don't have the wrong impression about her. So the hackers actually take on somebody's name on the group and use the person's name to post. So um, I just thought to mention that. Thank you. Life manifested. Life manifested. For the life was manifested and we have seen it. And bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. First John 1 and verse 2. When you look at a scripture like this, how does it apply to you? You know, John was saying that we saw it with our eyes. We heard it with our ears. 
We, we looked upon it. Our hands touched it of the word of life. You know, now he was talking about the person of Jesus Christ. But beyond the person of Jesus Christ, he was talking about the manifestation of the supernatural. And you, when you read this, what do you, is this what you want as your experience? You see, brothers and sisters, what's happening with us this week of your love world? You know, I was sharing with, um, I think, the, the counselors, and I was saying how that um, our experience, I don't know, I, I wish we could do general chat and, I, and we could see all the chat, but please post, at least I can see them. You know, I don't know how many of you realize that this your love word was very different for you as, as an individual in your journey of attending your love world. You just realized that there was something inside of you that triggered. You know, it was as though um, you are with pastor. It's as though it, more than ever before, your understanding of the words that pastor was teaching was, was intense. Suddenly, it was as though you could, you could, you could take on anything. You could understand anything. You could see anything. The matters were not hard. They were not, you know, there are certain times the pastor is sharing certain things. It looks like, ah, um, you know, um, um, I, I, I don't really understand, but <laughs> we understand. I will understand. Yes. My, you know, at some point you're even confessing, Lord, I understand what pastor is teaching. Lord, I understand what pastor is teaching. But suddenly it seems like everything he says, you basically understand it. How many people had that experience? And then how that um, everything just seems to be in synchrony. You know, and it's amazing how God has helped us, how God has helped us, how he's, um, he's really opened up wells and realms on the inside of us, unto him, unto him. You know, your appreciation of the word of God has become something else, something else. Oh, you know, you know those days when pastor will be teaching the word of God and he'll be jumping, you know, in my early days, I used to wonder like, uh-uh, sorry, Nana, but not, not, not be script. Is it not scripture that this man is teaching? Is it word of God that is making this man jump and dance like this? How pastor will teach some word and then he will not be able to sit down. He will not run, 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 run on the altar. And I used to wonder then like, God, why, what was the matter? Why is this man just overexcited? <laughs> but, you know, of course, much later in ministry, I came to understand. But now, you know, what's happening, especially in recent times, is the even before pastor gets excited, you are already excited. Like, even in your room, even in your house, you are not able to sit down on your seat. Like, pastor is sharing, and it's as though something is lifting you up from the chair, lifting you up from the chair. You know, see, so this is what John was talking about. He said, this life has been manifested in us. We have seen it. We bear witness and we show unto you that eternal life. He said, it used to be with the Father, but it has been manifested unto us. It has been manifested unto us. So what, what's happening with us right now um, in recent time is the participation of, of our spirits with this eternal life. You know, yesterday pastor was telling us that there are certain things that are responsibilities. When he told Mo, um, um, Timothy, he said, ensure that you fulfill the ministry that God gave you. And pastor said, it's not God's responsibility to help you fulfill your ministry. It's your responsibility. Your participation in the divine life is your experience, your, is your responsibility. If you participate in the divine experience it's your responsibility legally it's your right legally it's been made available to you but how much of it would happen to you that participation and that's what's happening with us 
We are participating now. Now we have come to a place of epignosis where there is a relationship with what we know. Oh, hallelujah. Let's read the article together. There's an understanding and appreciation of the word, a perspective of truth that the apostles had. It was quite profound. Consider what we just read in the verse above. John uses a definite article for life and says, for the life was manifested. He's saying the life was shown to us. This is an expression that's beyond human reasoning. How could life be given the definite article and then be said to have manifested for us to see? Is life a person? Now you can understand it when Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. He is the life that became defined in totality in a human person and was manifested to us. You know, you and I didn't walk in the days of Jesus, but this same life has been manifested to us. Today, we have relationship one by one with the Lord Jesus because this same life has been manifested to us. Glory to God. First John 1 verse 2 says, For the life was manifested and we have seen it. How can somebody see life? What does life look like? Now you know Jesus is life. But you see, it's a discovery you'd have to make for yourself. It has to become a revelation of truth in your spirit, not head knowledge. Jesus is the embodiment of life. First John 5, 12, New King James Version says, he who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. In the 13th verse, he exclaims his message and says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. New international version. For God's people everywhere, this is your reality. You have life eternal life. Jesus is eternal life. And we know that the son of God is come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. And we are in him that is true, even in his son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. First John 5, 20. You know, um, I don't know if it was yesterday or a few days ago, I was saying how that if you are listening to the messages and you don't take notes, there are many things that God will not tell you. There are realms you will not delve into. And I don't know how many of you observed it, that the impact of the word of God from the messages are different when you take notes. Do I have a witness in the house? They are so different. You know, you can be listening to the message and cooking. You can be listening to the message and sewing, sewing. You know, you can be listening to the message and doing other things. But when you take notes, when you take notes, suddenly God is talking to you. It, 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 it always feels like um, a, a different kind of tap was opened, a different kind of um, um, a release of the understanding. Your understanding of the word of God is another level. Your, your, your ability to comprehend what pastor is teaching in that message or whoever is teaching is totally different. It's deep, it's high revelation. And then suddenly you're like, it's as though somebody just opened something inside of you. And then you're like, ah, 
Dear Lord, I see it. I see it. Yes, yes, I can see it. Wow, wow. Is this what it is? Wow. I never saw this scripture like this before. Oh my God. Is this what it is? And then suddenly you pause the message and then you're running around in your room. Suddenly you pause the message and then you're crying and praying in other tongues. So you get to a realm in God where um, you can't even read a book and just read it like that. You're reading, you're crying. You're listening to a message, you're crying. You're worshiping, you're crying. Because as soon as it starts, something triggers on the inside of you. This is the experience that we're talking about. This is it. When he says that it's not head knowledge and it's a discovery you have to make for yourself. You see, even the discipline of listening to the messages, suddenly many of you are realizing that really, it seems like I've been a Christian all my life, but I've been wasting my life. I've been wasting time. I've been acting as though I'm a Christian, yet I'm not really a Christian. Yes, you said the prayer of salvation, but your life has not been anything so extraordinary. Then suddenly you're listening to the messages. You're following the project, a message a day. You are attending the devotion. You are reading the Bible. You are reading Rhapsody every day. You are following the word first. You are following the your love word. You are, you're, you're, follow, you're reading the books and you're like, where have I been all my life? And you're wondering, this is not the Christianity I've been practicing before now. It's, it's a different kind of Christianity. It is your responsibility to participate in the divine experience. It is your responsibility to ensure that the word of God is sown into your heart. You have to hear it for you to know it so that you can even speak it, for it to enter into your heart. You have to hear it. You have to study the Bible for yourself. And with this, you have learned that when you're studying the Bible, you can also take notes. I'm aware that many of you attending, attend this devotion with your notes. So it's a different kind of life for us. And we're so excited. As in, you, you, you understand when pastor says that it can only get better. You understand when pastor says, take me to the desert. I would rise and I will shine for the yeast of rising is in me. The yeast of rising is in me. The yeast of promotion is in me. The yeast of prosperity is in me. Take everything that you thought you gave me, I will still rise higher. Because you can take everything that I have on the outside, but what I have on the inside is personal to just me. And this is where our responsibility comes in. Don't give the devil an opportunity to steal what you have. I'm reading the book, The Spirit of Understanding, in the book Seven Spirits of God. And he said that if you don't have the understanding, every time you hear the word of God, the next thing the devil wants to do is to come and steal the word. He's coming as soon as the word comes to you. Even as the word is coming to you today, the devil is coming immediately after this devotion to steal the word that you have heard. But if the spirit of understanding is at work in you, 
he cannot steal it. If you have not started reading that book, Seven Spirits of God, it is for your own interest and for your own advantage. After you've done all that you have done in August, may it not be said that the devil stole from you all that you received. May it not be said. Go and read Seven Spirits of God so that you can experience the functionality of all the ministries of the Holy Spirit inside of you. Just in case you're asking if there are seven spirits, when you read the book, you would understand the statement, seven spirits of God. At this moment, we'll give our tithes. The Lord asks us to tithe throughout the month of August. Send it to your church accounts. Give it through your king, church king's pay account. Um, however you're doing, if it's cash and you want to take it to church on Sunday, fantastic. Wherever you, you worship, that's where you should tithe. So at this moment, ready, ready, ready. Done, done, done. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to tithe. Thank you for the blessings that you released on us yesterday. Thank you for 20 days of consistent tithing. Thank you for the evil days ahead whose divorce have been rebuked. The next month ahead is one of glory, is one of greatness is one of success, one of great advancement and promotion, says the Spirit of God. For I have found joy in your fellowship. I have found joy in your tithing. I have found joy in the givings from your Spirit. And more than ever before, I found joy in the joy that you express through to my word. Thank you, Lord. We're grateful and we love you too. Glory to your name forevermore. In Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen, amen. Give your tight, give your tight, give your tight. Glory to God. So I'll be back for the testimony segment. At this moment, I'll hand over to esteemed Pastor Oini. Enjoy the rest of the meeting. God bless you. Thank you, Ma, for the Rhapsody of Realities segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Happy weekend. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion. I will start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. First John 5, 11, and this is the record that God has given us an eternal life, and this life is in his son. He that had his son had life, and he that had not the son of God had not life. These things are written unto you, I believe on the name of the Son of God, that you might know that you have eternal life, and you might believe on the name of the Son of God. Very, very, I say unto you, he that believeth on me have everlasting life. Glory to God. That is John 6.47. Praise the Lord. Please, let's take the confession together. I have eternal life now. It's my present our reality in Christ. I'm a partaker of the divine nature, an associate of the God kind. As Jesus is, so am I. My life has become the manifestation of his glory, goodness, grace, and love. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are still in the book of 1 Corinthians. Caption, 
immorality in the church. It's been widely reported that there is gross sexual immorality among you. The kind of immorality that's so revolting is not even being tolerated by the social norms of all believers. Are you proud of the fact that one of your men is having sex with his stepmother? Shouldn't this heartbreaking scandal bring you to your knees in tears? You must remove the offender from among you. Even though I'm physically far away from you, my spirit is present with you. As one who is present with you, I've already evaluated and judged the perpetrator. So call a meeting. And when you gather together in the name of our Lord Jesus, and you know my spirit is present with you, the infinite power of our Lord Jesus, release this man over to Satan for the destruction of his rebellious flesh in hope that his spirits may be rescued and restored in the day of the Lord. Boasting over your tolerance of sin is inappropriate. Don't you understand that even a small compromise with sin permits the entire fellowship? Just as a little living permits a batch of dough, so remove every trace of your living of compromise with sin so that you might become new and pure again. For indeed you are clean because Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. So now we can celebrate our continual feast not with old living, the yeast of wickedness or bitterness, but we will feast on the freshly baked bread of innocence and holiness. Caption, correcting a misunderstanding. I wrote you in my previous letter, asking you not to associate with those who practice sexual immorality. Yet in no way was I referring to avoiding contact with unbelievers who are immoral or greedy or swindlers or those who worship other gods. For that would mean you did have to isolate yourself from the world entirely. But now I'm writing to you so that you would exclude from your fellowship anyone who calls himself a fellow believer and practices sexual immorality or is consumed with greed or is an idolater or is verbally abusive or a drunkard or a swindler. Don't mingle with them or even have a meal with someone like that. What right do I have to pronounce judgment on unbelievers? That's God's responsibility. But those who are inside the church family are our responsibility to discern and judge. So it's your duty to remove that wicked one from among you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Over to you, esteemed Brother John. Have an amazing day, everybody. God bless you. Um, please, can I say a word concerning this scripture that Pastor Yini just read so that you don't interpret it out of context? Um, um, and I want us to even focus more on ourselves as we read it. You know, in the early church, what Paul was trying to say is that um, when you say you have left the world and you come into the body of Christ, you know, at that time, they were all new converts and new believers they needed to focus on Christ and they didn't need wrong influences in the church. So when he was saying separate such kind of people, because he wanted these young believers that were growing up to be able to focus, they've come out from a world of so much sin and so much corruption. They needed to be focused in Christ. And then how does this relate for us? You know, um, 
if as a believer you do the wrong things and you see we've seen in recent times how people do the wrong things in church and they are not you know there were days when um a, a believer wants to do something wrong but they do it in hiding so that nobody knows now people do the wrong things and they put it loud in everybody's face what does that scripture mean for us Paul is telling them that these things would affect the other believers, so separate the man. Um, Paul is telling us today, be conscious how you live your life. You cannot say that my life is my own, I'll live it the way I want to live. No, number one, the life is not your own, it belongs to Christ. And then your life is not just, um, um, it's not just about you. You're, every day you, 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 you come out of your house. Don't you meet people on the road? You meet people so we can see you. We can touch you. We can feel you. We, can, we, we are impacted by your daily activities. So you can't live like, like it's just about you. You can't dress like it's just about you. We see how you dressed. We see how you dressed. If you're, would you're, would you're dressing sensually arrest somebody that sees you? Would it, would it stare them in the wrong thoughts? And when we talk about dressing, it's not so much about, um, um, we, we've talked about this before. Um, we, we say nakedness, nakedness. When you go to your bathroom, you are naked. It, it doesn't count. When you are in your house and you are naked, it doesn't count. The problem is not the nakedness. The problem is the display in the wrong place. So the life that you live is not just about you. And that's what Paul is trying to say in this scripture. You can't live, you can't dress the way you want. If you want to dress the way you want, stay in your house. But if you are coming outside of your house, you are coming into a world where we will see you, where we will feel you, where we will touch you. Our eyes will behold you. Our ears will hear what you say, even when you are quiet. So Paul is saying that your life has an influence and is a strong influence on the next believer. Don't be the reason that believers will fall. Don't be the reasons that believers will walk in the wrong path. Don't be the reasons where we are struggling with temptation in the house of God. How do you go to church? You sit down, you came to a house of God. Then the sister beside you becomes a distraction. How? This is what Paul is trying to tell them. These things are in the scriptures. And then when we try to correct the sisters, it seems like as though we are judgmental. No, Paul is saying we will not judge the unbelievers. But in the house of God, we have a right. We have a right to talk to you. That's what Paul is saying. So stop getting offended when you are corrected about certain things in the church, especially if you are a believer. Because life is not about you. One, you don't own your life. And two, your life is not about you. The day you became a believer, you became an ambassador for Christ. Everything that you do impacts on the world around you, whether the believers or the unbelievers. So my question to you, are you an example of a Christian? Are you an example of Christ? If Jesus were a woman, how would Jesus dress? If Jesus were a man, how would he look? How would he dress? Somebody said, what would Jesus do? Do you have that consciousness? And this was why we said, go and listen to Christ's consciousness. In your love, what pastor is talking about it again, Christ's consciousness. Oof, I, I think that God has helped us in this house. If you don't turn out right, after all the investment of God, especially if you are here, God cannot be blamed. Because the words that you have heard in this place, the word of God that you have been taught, the corrections of the spirit that have come to you, they will witness against you in the day of judgment. Because you would not say that you did not know. No, it will not be a matter of ignorance anymore because you now know 
you now know. Glory to God. Over to you, esteemed brother John. Thank you, esteemed pastor Inye. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak. It's such a delight to go on this amazing journey with you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. I'd like to say a big thank you to every one of you for being a part of this devotion on a daily basis. The Lord is doing something big with us in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Martins, for helping us to display the scriptures on the screen. Psalms 117 and 118 is our scripture for today. Hallelujah. I'm excited. Glorious praise. A praise psalm. Verse 1. Let everyone everywhere shine with praise to Yahweh. Let it all out. Go ahead and praise him, for he has conquered us with his great love. Aya. And his kindness has melted our hearts. His faithfulness lasts forever, and he will never fail you. So go ahead. Let it all out. Praise God. That's what it means. Praise Yah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Very short, but inspiring book. And Psalm 118 was one of the chapters I memorized as a kid in the King James Version, of course. Glorious Thanksgiving, a praise psalm. So good, lasts forever. Let all his princely people sing his constant standard of last forever. Let all his holy priests sing his constant standard love last forever. Let all his lovers who bow low before him sing his constant standard love last forever. Let everyone inspired by the word sing his constant standard love last forever. Verse 5, out of my deep anguish and pain I prayed, and God you helped me as a father. You came to my rescue and broke open the way into a beautiful and broad place. Now I know, Lord, that you are for me, and I will never fear what man can do to me. For you stand beside me as my hero who rescues me. I've seen with my own eyes the defeat of my enemies. I've triumphed over them all. Lord, it is so much better to trust in you, to save me, than to put my confidence in someone else. Yes, it is so much better to trust in the Lord, to save me, and to put my confidence in celebrities. Did you see that? Hey, the King James used the word princes. Or he said, the TPT says, to put yourself, your confidence in celebrities. <laughs> Once I was hemmed in and surrounded by those who don't love you, but by Yahweh's supernatural power, I overcame them all. Yes, they surrounded me like a swarm of killer bees swirling around me. I was trapped like one trapped by a raging fire. I was surrounded with no way out and at the point of collapse. But by Yahweh's supernatural power, I overcame them all. They pushed me right up to the edge and I was fully ready to fall. 
but you helped me to triumph. And together we overcame them all. Lord, you are my true strength and my glory song, my champion, my savior. The joyful songs I now sing will be sung again in the hearts and homes of all your devoted lovers. My loud shouts of victory will echo throughout the land, for Yahweh's right hand conquers valiantly. The right hand of Yahweh exalts. The right hand of Yahweh will never fail. You will not let them kill me, but I will live to tell the world what the Lord has done for me. Yes, the Lord punished me as I deserved, but he will never give me over to death. Swing wide, you gates of righteousness, and let me pass through, and I will enter into God's presence to worship him, to worship only him. I have found the gateway to God, the pathway to his presence for all his devoted lovers. I will offer all my loving praise to you, and I thank you so much for answering my prayer and bringing me salvation. The very stone the masons rejected as flawed has turned out to be the most important capstone of the ark, holding up the very house of God. The Lord himself is the one who has done this, and it is so amazing, so marvelous to see. This is the very day of the Lord in our hearts with glee. Oh God, please come, come and save us again. Bring us your breakthrough victory. Blessed is the one who comes to us, the sense one of the Lord. And from within the temple we cry, we bless you. For the Lord our God has brought us his glory light. I offer him my life in joyous sacrifice, tied tightly to your altar. I will bring you praise, for you are the God of my life. And I lift you high, exalting you to the highest place. So let's keep on giving our thanks to God, for he is so good. His constant tender love last forever tomorrow we're going to psalm 119 the last <laughs> i remember this time last year praise god over to your team this time last year you were getting married <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow is your wedding anniversary so you will read that psalm 119 tomorrow you will not run Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Mr. Maka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the affirmation as well as the communion. The affirmation will be on the screen shortly. We start the affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. And at this point, I kindly ask everyone to please unmute your mic as we take our formation at the count of three. One, two, three. Thank you. 
Amen, amen, amen. Let me quickly remind us first um, the affirmation. It is called affirmation, it is not a recitation. Praise God. You affirm these words. You are not supposed to recite it like an anthem. Very important. Praise God forevermore. Look at this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segment of our meeting. I also need to remind us, sometime last month, this real God began to teach us on Christ consciousness and how to live our lives as Christians. In fact, it, it is one, one, um, one topic that the esteemed Tamaka has overflogged in this place. And even today, she has still flogged it. In our scripture reading today, it was still flogged. Christ consciousness, how you do life every day. It is very, very important, brothers and sisters. You know, um, it's not about you. Well, you can decide not to again, but it's not about you coming to me on the, to chat with me about what you did and what happened and all that. And then, you know, you feel bad, you feel bad and all. Just stop. Just stop. And as I'm still speaking to you, yes, we'll keep, we'll keep you in prayers. But at the same time, brothers and sisters, at the same time, you just have to stop. Don't say you don't know what came over you. Now. You just have to stop. Stop. Put a stop to it. I tell you this. Every day of our life draws us closer to the coming of the Lord. Secondly, everywhere you are, 
at whatever point in time, because you have the Holy Ghost in you, everything you do, be conscious that the Holy Ghost is there. The Bible says, grieve not the Spirit. Grieve not the Spirit. Grieve not the Holy Ghost. Grieve not the Spirit. I say again, as you do that thing you're doing, there's a story Pastor told us about a man who was driving and then he saw the back of a man's car where it is written, God still heals the sick or God still, God still helps, something like that. And he followed the man and he said to the man, does he still do it? Because this man, one time of his life, wanted to have a nice time and he said, oh Lord, if only that you can leave me for a moment, let me just go in there and have a nice time with some women. And it took him several years of his life to ever encounter God again. I ask you this question. What would happen to you if in the very act, Jesus comes? Think about it. Praise be God forevermore. You don't want to be doing it and then the Lord shows up. You don't want to. You don't even want to imagine what happens. Praise God forevermore. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This too, in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the breaking of bread this day. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus as we break this bread. We are one with you, spirit, soul, and body. Our lives are hidden Christ in God. Our lives are hidden Christ in God. We are one with Christ. We are God's righteousness. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he has sought, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This is as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death. So he come. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant in your blood. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that we are blood washed, we are sanctified. And we are glorified. We are clean by the word of God that comes to us every day. And we declare even this day, if there's anyone who's sin, who has a sin that seemingly besits the person, even this day in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we declare the person free and we come against every demonic or devilish influence. Thank you, Father. Kabukus Kalija Pradila Cardosa Free Akajip Findikli Honzatali Brigado Sekai Kapantike Keda Hakaduri Banduskida Pragati. Father, for that one who has been coming in into the chat room to misbehave. Lord, we see his sins are forgiven this day. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Go ahead and take the cup even now. Castle go shall upon the crop he this. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, something is where God was just telling me right now. There are the things that Maka was saying something to store some time ago. She said, offense will come. Offenses will come. But what you do in the face of offense is what matters the most. And it's where God is saying, love unconditionally, no matter what happens. Don't let your love work, dwindle. Don't let it fail. Don't let when you're tried in love, you fail. Find the embers of your love. Let it be blazing hot. And as many of you that, that are angry, whatever you saw, whatever you know, have, that you know, somebody did, just let it go. Forgive and move on as quickly as possible. Praise God forevermore. Thank you so much, Esther Maka, for this wonderful privilege. Thank you to all our amazing co-hosts. Thank you so much for the investment you give us every day. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed pastor and you to take us through the remaining part of the meeting. Praise God forevermore. Thank you, esteemed brother Martins. We are going about to the celebration segment of today's devotion. Hmm. If today is your birthday, birthday of your loved ones, wedding anniversary, whatever it is that you are celebrating, you have to send me a direct chat so I could read it. Praise God. If you are connecting with us for the first time, please send me a chat. Let us know who invited you and where you are connecting from. Praise the Lord. Do you have any birthdays today? Okay. Claire says, I'm celebrating the success of my sister, Mebella Becky, in her GC examination. Congratulations to your sister. Hallelujah. Faithful says, today is my godmother's birthday. Her name is Nelly. Happy birthday to your godmother. God's blessings now and always to her. Do we have... Uh, Vanessa says, today is my pastor, Miracle's birthday. Happy birthday to your pastor. God's blessings now and always. That's from Vanessa. Esther says, it's my first time here. I'm participating from Lagos. I was invited by Vanessa. We're excited to have you here, Sister Esther. You are welcome to our family. Praise God. Do we have more birthdays? We have more birthdays. Okay, um, I'm going to hand over to Estensis. Okay, Lerato said yesterday was my friend's birthday. Her name is Tina. Happy birthday to your friend. God's blessings now and always. We have another first timer here. His name is Ebuka Solomon. I was invited by esteemed sister Grace. 
and participating from Abuja. You are welcome to our family, esteemed brother Ebuka, and you are in for a great time, I assure you. Happy birthday to our celebrants. Welcome, brother Ebuka and um, sister Esther. Sister Titilope says, yesterday was my friend's birthday. Her name is Edim. Happy birthday to your friend. God blessings now and always. Okay, I'm going to hand over to Esteem, Sister Maka, to pray for the celebrants and the first service. Praise God. Thank you so much, Esteem Pastor Oinye. While I'm praying for the celebrants, whoever has a testimony, you can raise your hand at that mo- at this moment. Praise God. Um, so happy birthday to all of the celebrants. I think I got is some a few private messages. If Rita Darlington says today is my friend's children's birthday, Femi and Dege. And then um, Pastor Choma says today is my two nieces' birthday, Uloma and Chinoye. Yeah, so I think I got those two. Happy birthday to all of our celebrants. Welcome, Sister Esther. Welcome, Sister a- Brother Abuka. God is gracious and he's kind who has brought you to our midst. The Lord, whoever comes, you brought. And we thank you that the reason for which you brought them to this house today is being fulfilled in them. In this place, we have experienced higher and greater walks with you. We've experienced so many supernatural occurrences, testimonies of your goodness and your faithfulness. You have become so real to many in this place without any shadow of doubt. And I pray that these and more would be the story and the testimony of their lives for joining us. Lord, we thank you for all those who are celebrating today, our loved ones. We declare that in blessing that they are blessed. And yes, greatness is conferred on them even this day in Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So congratulations, everyone. It's time for us to take our testimonies. And first on the list, I have Sister Bridget. Sister Bridget, please omit from your end. All right, go ahead. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Ma, for the opportunity. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on where you're connected from. I'm so excited, Ma, to share my beautiful testimony. Glory to God. Uh, So my testimony is about my spiritual growth. Glory to God. Uh, Ever since I became consistent joining in this um, Inspired by the Word, I've seen a huge difference in my life, praise the Lord, the way I'm understanding things and uh, the inspiration to study the word of God. Like my, I'm the one who shared a testimony to you that I couldn't finish reading books, uh, even books in our ministry. I remember I used to struggle just to finish the power of your mind. Even now that you're born again, I couldn't read the whole book. Like I could start, I used to be to have the inspiration to start the books, but never to finish. Glory to God. But after um, joining this meeting, like this month, it has happened for me this month. Glory to God. And I give the praise to Jesus. Praise the Lord. So like, um, was it early this, on Monday, I read, um, is it uh, 
the seven spirit of God in two hours. I finished it in two hours. The following day, I started reading God's general and I'm receiving inspiration day by day. I'm so, so excited. And another testimony, Ma, um, this year, I wanted to go to school. There's a, a particular course that I wanted to study. I even uh, planned it. But looking at things, the finances, I gave up on doing that course. This month, that was on the 4th, I received a phone call from one of the, uh, the coordinators, the youth coordinator in the Ministry of Government. He called me to say he should come to my office tomorrow. When I went there, he said, there's this scholarship uh, and these are the courses. Lo and behold, the course that I wanted to do was there, praise God. And the forms were done. There was only one form he reserved for me. As I signed that form, I was accepted. I'm reporting to school on Monday. This coming Monday, I'm going to be in class reporting, doing that particular course that I wanted, I've always wanted to do. Thank you so much. I'm so, so grateful and excited to be a part of this great family. I love you, Sister Makama. Thank you. Glory. We love you too. Glory to God. Wow. This is how the life of God in Christ is. It is sweet. So sometimes when, when some people see some Christians and they are vexing, they, 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 you know that a lot of times people feel like the way you live your Christian life, you are pretending. Christianity is not the way you make it look. Okay. <laughs> when you experience it, you will understand that Christianity is very nice. And Christianity, you don't have to fake it. There's the realness of the Christianity. Glory to God. Sister Titi Lokwe Adebayo. Over to you. We cannot hear you, Esteem Sister Titi. If you're using an earpiece, you want to take it out. No. Go ahead. Okay, am I heard, please? Yes, please. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. Good morning. Ah, uh, I just want to thank God for the first time in my life. I have something consistent. Um, I don't know how to explain it, just like the other sister just said. I mean, you wake up every day, you know you're a Christian, you know the things you're supposed to do, and you still don't do them. And then you feel bad that you didn't do them, but you can't, you still find, you find it difficult to do them. And it has been a struggle, honestly. When I came here, when I was invited, the first time I joined, I was like, what are they going to do that? It's not with Rhapsody, it's not this. But then I realized that it was the consistency. And then I realized that God just wanted the best opportunity for us to give God our attention. And I'm so grateful. This month of meditation, this is not the first time Pastor has said month of meditation, but this is the first month of meditation that I can actually account for. I see the progress. I, just like when you were sharing, I picked up a book, I picked up Recreating Your World. It wasn't part of the book. Before you even mentioned that we had books to read. And I finished it. And just like the others, I used to struggle to finish that book. Um, 
Okay, I don't know where you are in your room. Maybe. Your audio is a bit <laughs> you I was crying. I was going back to the booth. Yes, I can. Okay, oh, are you yeah. moving around? Because you might need to stay in a point where the network is best. Okay, is it better now? Yeah. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, thank you. Oh my God, sorry. Okay, so I was saying that, just like the other sister said, I didn't think that it was a testimony until this is your love world. I've been participating in your love world, but I'm not, I don't used to focus. I just used to understand what pastor, I just hear what pastor is saying. And it's like, okay, pastor has given us information. But this time around, I took notes. I was so eager. I finished, I don't used to finish the session. Most times I would sleep off and leave the session. This is the first time I have finished the session. And when I'm done, I start praying. Oh my God. I, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, for the first time in my life, I have hope. Like, hope. Like, mm. God. Wow. So. <sighs> mm. Oh, I just wanted to thank God. I... <sighs> I, I really, oh my God. I'm just grateful and I want to thank you for this opportunity. I know what it means for you guys to wake up every day and do this. It is a huge sacrifice and it is a huge investment in God's people. And I just want to say thank you so much. God bless you. And then the Titan. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I thought I was just going to do one day or two days. There was a day. By the time I went to the place where I placed my tights. I just started crying because I was like, God, I have actually been doing this every day. I don't know where the money is coming from. And I remember you told us, Mother, we, we could even borrow. But I have no had to borrow. The money has just been coming. And I find myself increasing the tide. And I'm like, what? Wow. And today when you said it's 20 days, I was like, whoa, yes, that's true. Every day I go to church, I have to drop a tithe. I'm dropping tithe. And I just keep getting messages. We've received your tithe. We've received your tithe. And I was like, this is me. <laughs> and I just really want to thank God. And I know that other things, I just, like Pastor said, as you keep eating the word, you don't need to check for if you're growing. The, you will just find that you're growing. You will just find that you're growing. You don't need to be checking, oh, am I growing or not? Just keep putting the word in. Just keep put, I go back, I listen to the meditations. I listen to the recordings. I listen to everything I can listen to. I'm joining everything. I joined the 25 years on TV, Pastor Chris, doing five years on, on TV, the celebration. And um, I'm so inspired. I'm crying. I'm thanking God. I'm joining. Oh, oh my God. It's been an amazing journey. I, I, and I, like you said, this month is a free pass. Like God just wants to use this month to keep up all the success that we can gather in this month. And I'm just, I'm grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you for the platform. Thank you very much. I'm grateful to God. I can feel your joy and I can feel the gratitude in your heart as soon as you start titular And you see, you know, for those of us who are listening, this is Christianity. This is it. When he says God alive in a man, this is it. And then suddenly you see that Christianity has never been difficult. It has never been. It's the consistency. It's just the consistency. Do it every day. You know, um, 
when when Sister Titi Loperesti referred to it, when God said that in this month of August, um, it's going to be a different kind of month and we shouldn't miss God. Let me tell you one of the things that God is doing, that he's going to do. You know, looking at Sister Titi Lopez's testimony, I know <clears throat> she wants to think that, oh, maybe I've been a Christian for 10 years. Imagine if I did all of these things for these 10 years, where I would have been. This is just how many days. This is just how many weeks. This is just August. And all of this has happened to me. But this is what the Lord is saying to everyone in this house. He said, everything you thought that you had missed by not giving attention to the word or by not giving attention to these things about Christianity that you are now giving attention to. He said, in this month, if you would do what I'm asking you to do in this month, he said, I would restore the wasted years. Kaya. The wasted Christian years. I would restore the wasted years. Don't worry, the chat room is open. You can now chat. I would restore the wasted years. Ah, dear Lord. Before I ask Sister Vanessa to share her testimony, you know, um, when we're talking about dealing with negative addictions, it's one thing to say stop. But it's not enough to stop. I did say that there are no vacuums in life. You have to replace habits with habits. And what you would realize, look at, you heard Sister Titi Lopez's testimony. In that space, how is she going to be dealing with a negative addiction? I don't know if you understand. She has become addicted to the word. She has become addicted to Christ. See, Christ is the only licensed addiction for the Christian. When you are not addicted to Christ, you give other things the opportunity for them to get your attention and then you get at. See, you have to be, you were programmed for addiction. Let me, let me use it that way. But your addiction should only be towards Christ. And if you then refuse to be addicted to Christ, you shall be addicted to other things. He talked about the man that was delivered. A demon was cast out of, his, of, 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 of the house. And he said that the demon comes out, comes back later and discovers that Amor, this man did not replace me. The house is still empty. He said he will go and find other demons and he will come back. There must not be vacuum in your life. We have dealt with the addiction now. Don't see. That's why I say, please, I beg of you. This August is not August of movie. Don't do movie this August. That two hours that you watch movie, you will make progress in the realm of the spirit. Imagine that you use that two hours just meditating Christ in me. Me, I must levitate. Oh, that levitation that pastor talked about, where he rose out, rose from the ground a foot higher. <laughs> See, you have not heard testimony of pastor's life. I shared with you here, a pastor gave somebody about, is it 300 and something thousand? And he said they should count it that the money is 500,000. They will come back, they'll say, ah, pastor, it's, it's 350,000. I said, pastor said, pastor will tell them, I told you it's 500,000. They will go, they will count again. Pastor, it's now 380,000. He said, please go, go and count it. I told you it's 500. Initially, they didn't understand. They will count, they will come back. That's how the money was increasing. The money was increasing till the money hit 500,000. That's the man of God I'm following. When I hear these things, I must prove them all. Pastor said, the Bible is provable. <laughs> I must prove them. 
in my life. So you are dealing with addictions. We have dealt with it now. You have come out of it. Don't live a vacuum in your life. If you are not listening to the word every day, you are going to have to be addicted to an addiction. If the word of God is not your addiction, if God is not your obsession, you're going to be obsessed about something and it's going to be the wrong thing because the only official license addiction and obsession for the Christian is Christ. The word Christian is, means Christ-like. You are a Christian and you are not Christ-like. You are going to be like something else. You are going to be like something else. Sister Vanessa, over to you. Bible study is not today. Over to you, Sister Vanessa. Please share your testimony. Good morning, Sister Mara. Thank you for this opportunity. Good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm really grateful for this platform. Uh, first of all, my first testimony is, um, you know, there was a day um, Brother Martins was sharing with us, and then he said something. He said um, he was talking related to jobs. He was saying... Uh, uh, you there's an action you're about to take whether um about leaving your job or something because of something. And then he said the Holy Spirit is saying give it time. You know, before before he said that, I've been I've spoken to some of my friends, I've been very worked up, even um some of my colleagues. I was like, uh, this and that. I feel like um resigning, but it's not like I'm not clear about resigning, and it's not like there's a really strong reason on why I want to, I was just not at peace anymore. So uh, that period, I was praying to, okay, uh, when he said uh, we should write out three prayer points, three things we wanted to pray about and see a change, you know, something like that. And then I, it was one of the things I wrote. And then that day when he said that, I was like, okay, this is the word I've been waiting for. And since that day, there is this peace, like I have been feeling, even at the office, there's just this, I've just been at ease because I told myself, I was like, this word is this word of God is for me. And then um, I also want to thank God for um promotion at the office. I want to thank God for his promotion at the office. And then this daily titan, indeed, the device of good for sake, the whole daily titan, like everything is just working together for my good, for my advantage. I just want to return the glory to God and share this testimony because God has been wonderful. He has been great. Indeed, the word of God works and the word of god we see from this place is ah wow it's part of our life thank you so much ma praise god thank you for sharing and congratulations i remember that word when brother martins gave it about the job congratulations glory sister tino carries over to you praise the lord um good morning Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity. Um, my testimony is um, about God's word. I've been listening to the previous testimonies and I can tell that the Lord is doing great things and similar things in our lives. Um, the first thing that I'd like to mention is that um, I've experienced, since we started the meditation and, and the tithing this, this month, um, and also from your level, especially this week, is that I've experienced uh, an upgrade of my spirit. Um, I remember last night when I was going to sleep, I was like, this, this your level special has been different. I don't know if it's because I've been paying attention to know the meditation and the messages that we're doing here in Project a Message a Day. 
but it's, it's just, it, it's hitting different. And, you know, the Holy Spirit gave me this um, comparison, if I should put it that, you know how before our phones, we update them, we update the software from time to time, update the security patch and everything. And that's, I could relate to that. That's how, that's how it felt to me that there's an upgrading of my, of my spirit and it's an upgrading for what is to come. And I'm really, really grateful because when I think about it, I'm like, Lord, it's, you've made available and I'm intentionally doing what I need to do so that I'm, I'm stirred and I, you know, keeping what I need to keep upon my spirit for the coming months. And it's, it's really beautiful. You know, the word, the word of God is so sweet and I, I ju- I'm just in love <laughs> with the word of God that I'm making time. I remember this time I can say that be intentional, even if it's an inconvenience to you. I'm like, yes, Lord, because I finish work at five and then you come home, you have to cook, you have to do what? And I also have school to do, but I'm like, every morning, at this, this, this week, I said that in the morning, I'll wake up earlier. I'll wake up at 5 a.m. That's, I think, 4 a.m. Nigerian time. I pray, I listen to the message for the day, and then I join the, the devotion, and that gives me more time. So I've been intentional about it, even if it's an inconvenience, because you sleep late now because of your level socials, but I'm like, it doesn't matter. And you, I'll notice that throughout the day, I'm so strengthened, and I can do it over again, you know? So I'm really grateful for that. And um, other thing that I want to testify on is um, when Pastor um, taught, I mean, when he made the statement that Christ is in you and he was sharing how he levitated. And I was so inspired. I was like, yo, I was wanting to levitate, you know. But um, when he said that, my spirit was just, my spirit was tickled, if I should say that. And I was sitting on the couch and I could not sit. I had to stand up. I prayed. And then I, I put a blanket on the floor and I started praying. Like my spirit was so heavily stayed because it's an affirmation, uh, a confession that I've been making as well. Ever since I listened to Christ consciousness, I've been like, I've been telling myself every now and then crisis in me, crisis in because I want to experience the experience of living Christ in me. I want it to be in every fiber of my being to be to be immersed, I don't know, to soak in, you know how a sponge soaks in. Yes, I want it, I want that experience. And when he said that, it was just, it was a tickle in my spirit, it was a confirmation. And I prayed, I was laying on the floor, praying, declaring, and I was just picking up things. And I had such a beautiful experience with the Holy Ghost, like I, I've never experienced before. So I'm really grateful to that. And when I come home, I'm, I hear the voice of, uh, sorry, Sister Marka saying, no movies this month. I'm like, yes, because someone was asking me, do you know this show that is playing? I was like, no, I don't have time. Maybe after August or whatever time. But I'm just really grateful because the word is, is doing what it's doing and it's, it's working. You know, I, I'm so, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much, Ma. Praise God. Thank you so much, Sister Tino, for sharing, you know, um, Christ consciousness, Christ consciousness will do a lot for you. Talking about inconvenience, I just want to share this too. You know, the last one week that is up till yesterday, if you look at the whole ministry, there were a lot of activities. There was um, the daily celebration of Pastor Chris, grand celebration of 25 years on TV. So Nigerian time, it was 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. every day. There was your love word from 7 p.m. Between that 5 p.m. And um, so I think it, at about 5.30 or 6, yes, 5.30, 
um, or is it even at that five, um, Chronicles of Prophecy starts and it stays till that um, seven. Then there was Word First. There's Project A Message A Day. There's Seven Spirits of God. I told myself I'll read a chapter every day. There's God's General. I'm already on book five. You know, I, I'm, I'm listening to everything. So when I did my schedule, because, you know, I, I, I talked to you guys about 24-hour schedule planning, right? I had to replan my, my August because August is a different kind of month. When I did the schedule for this last one week, it was tight. But do you, let, let me tell you, I, I'm, and I'm sharing this to encourage someone. It wasn't convenient. Do you know that? Um, it, it was tight. Like, but I told myself, I will read the God's general. I will read the seven spirits of God. I will pray in tongues. I will prophesy. I have um, seven different PDF documents of affirmation. I would have my affirmation session. I would do project a message a day. I would do what first. I would do chronicles of prophecies. I would join the 25 years celebration. I will not miss your love world. I will not sleep off. Somebody was talking about sleeping off. Really, when your spirit is not alive to God on the inside, your love world will be boring for you. And many, if you are honest with yourself, many of you would realize that in past your love world, you probably were not very awake. You probably were not, even if, if you were awake, maybe because there were people around you and you cannot, you could not fold your hand and sleep. You, you, you ended the meetings and you were wondering what you actually learned. So I told myself I would do all of these things. You know, um, I, I, I see, I was telling um, somebody yesterday and I said that today, Saturday, I'm going to sleep after the devotion because I haven't slept well in the last one week. And I'm being honest with you. It was so tight that um, it was after your love world. You know, there's still chronicles of prophecy after your love world. It was after that that I used to do word first because throughout the day I had to do I had to read Seven Spirits of God. I had to um, read God's Generals. I had to read, do Project A Message a Day. I had to participate in all the different programs. So it was after the Your Love World. Your Love World will finish at about 10 p.m. GMT plus one. Then I had to do Love um, Word First. I had to do, um, take my affirmations, you know, the, the, the documents of affirmation. Those ones are like 30 to 40 minutes, all of them together. And, you know, there were days when I would have to pace in my room because I didn't want to lie on the bed taking my affirmation so I don't sleep. When I'm listening to your word first, I couldn't lie down on my bed. I have to kneel on my bed and then I have to take notes while taking word first just so I do not sleep. So when we say that it's not going to be convenient, <laughs> it's, it's our life. We have trained ourselves not to settle for convenient Christianity. It was never convenient for Christ. Do you know what it means to be slapped by somebody that you are his God? Hey, imagine, I'm just giving you, a, how many of you have gate men, security men, or you have house help? Your house help slaps you in your house and you cannot do anything. Is it, is it head off? When it's not like they use juju for you, is it head off? It was not convenient for Christ to be slapped, to be whipped by people that he was their God, to be spat on, to be nailed to the cross. It was not convenient. The life that he lived was not convenient. So don't look for convenient Christianity. And I've said it again and again. You know, see, um, be a strong leader in God's house. 
pastor was preaching yesterday and he said, God needs many of such people. He talked about prayers. Then he talked about people who look out for others in the house of God. God needs many of such people. Don't be that leader who watch your members go in the wrong direction and you cannot hold them back. In love, even while correcting in love, sometimes you basically have to fight and say, you, you, eh, you have become my sister. If I cannot talk to anybody, I can talk to you. I will not allow you to do this. If we want to fight, let us fight. I will not allow you to do this. I, I, have, I have people that I have that kind of relationship with them. Some of them are here. They know. You, you know, you, you will not. Brothers and sisters, God needs us in these last days first to be strong because it's only a strong person that can help a weak person. It's only the one that is standing that can help another person stand. Stand in Christ. Many have been sleeping in Christ. Many have been sitting in Christ. Stand. Stand, brethren. And having done all, he says, stand. Sister Joycelyn Jumbo, over to you. Good morning, Estima. Greetings, dear beloved family. I want to thank God for his grace upon my life, the grace to be consistent. I'm really grateful to God. Like Since I joined the devotion, God has really been helping me. Like, there are days I sleep and my alarm rings, I don't get to wake up. But I don't know how God does. He just wakes me up on his own. He wakes me up like it has been awesome. That's been awesome. And I want to thank God for the grace to be able to act upon the word of God. Before now, I could just read the word and then I want to start doing and obeying. But the messages you've been sharing on a daily basis, the, the project, the message days and everything has really helped me to, to have a better knowledge of what Christianity really entails. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful because all these years I've been really struggling to serve God. I've been struggling. But now serving God is easy for me. Like, I feel the Holy Spirit closer. I feel him working with me every step of the way. Like the name of the Lord Jesus now is so real to me to the extent that when I finish affirming and praying in his name, it does feel like, I can do everything, like there's no limits. And I'm so grateful to God for that. Thank you all so much for all, all you do. Thank you so much to all the esteemed co-hosts. Thank you for everything. Thank you for, for teaching us, for teaching us on a daily basis. Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for helping us. You've been a mighty help to my life, especially, and I'm grateful. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Sister Joycelyn. Life in Christ is sweet. It is sweet. Oh. Many Christians struggle, not us. Glory to God. Sister Grace, over to you. Please omit and share your testimony. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, for the opportunity and I'm always grateful for being inspired by the world family. You know, I was telling one of our brethren, which I said, already with Pastor Chris, we're so padded so much more, so much so that no matter what it is, 
Christ should find us in him. I, I believe that's what's going on because there's so much going on in the ministry. And I believe it is just for, for us to remain steadfast in Christ until he comes. I thank God for um, what has been happening in the month of August. I find that recently I, I cannot go 30 minutes if I'm not worshiping. I'm praying. If I'm not praying, I'm listening to the word of God. I'm listening to uh, a message. You know, 30 minutes cannot just go by and I'm not doing something that has to do with my spirit. I've so grown in the month of August that there's something happened two days ago. I went somewhere to withdraw money for um, like a POS stand. And all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. The, the cover, this... This, I may not be able to explain it the way it happened. The cover of the kiosk, the door of the kiosk just hit the center of my head. Like that hit, everybody who was around came out to see what fell. They didn't know it was on a human being that that metal dropped. But the first scripture that came to my, in that instant, you know, the first scripture that came to my mind was when the viper caught the hand of um, um, Paul and you know, he shook it off. He was expected to be dead in a few minutes and he shook it off and went on with his life. That was what happened to me. I was on my way to rehearsals. I went to rehearsals and it didn't feel like anything happened. You know, that could have been a very dangerous thing for some other person. But the word of God that has been in our spirit, you know, it was the first thing that came out of me and that was that's what sustained me. Praise the Lord. I, I want to thank you so much, Ma. You know, so I have so many testimonies in different areas, but for time, let me stop here. Thank you so much, Ma. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Ah, life in Christ is sweet. If you don't remember anything I said, remember that life in Christ is sweet. Sister Osage, peace. Over to you. Good morning, Ma. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Ma. Um, um firstly i even want to say baby thank you to um to you ma for um all you've been doing in our lives and thank you so much for all the esteemed co-host for your sacrifices um, this month has really been different for me my spiritual life and i really want to say baby thank you to you ma for everything no i I work in church and um, there's a tendency for um, for someone to get so used to the word of God. But um, this month has been really been different. I get to project scriptures um, for my pastor and services. So because of um, my work, I don't get to take notes so that I can be focused. But this month I made up my mind that no matter what, I was going to take notes in every services. And um, um, I've been so consistent with everything we've been doing. Um, um, in this platform, listening to listening to message every day, the confessions and everything, and I've um, really been experiencing a very different kind of um, and experience with, with God and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Yesterday and for yesterday's, yesterday's experience was so different because um, I was in a very very noisy environment, but. I had the urge to um, speak in tongues where I was yesterday. And so usually I would just speak in tongues under my breath, but yesterday I didn't mind the people around me. I spoke in tongues, I blasted in tongues, and 
I didn't care who was looking at me. I didn't care where I was. And after like two hours, the urge came again to speak in tongues and it just kept happening. And yesterday, after your love word, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I just kept on um, listening to um, listening to um, the um, the the in recording we had the meeting we had in the morning, and that same unction came again. I spoke in tongues and I was crying, and um, you know the word of God has been so um, evident in my life. And before um, before we had a meeting about um, addiction, I didn't know um, social media was an addiction. And after the meeting, I was, I've been so addicted to Instagram because of my profession. That was the excuse I gave because my profession, sometimes I would just want to go online and post content and find myself in spending 30 minutes, more than 30 minutes on Instagram. But ever since that, um, ever since we had that meeting, I've never gone on Instagram. I didn't know I could do it. Like I didn't know, I've never gone on Instagram. And every day, like, as in like, Every, every slight chance I get to be free, I just want to hear what I just want to listen to the word of God. You know, and prior to, prior to this time, we get to listen to Project Message a day. I just listen to the word. I just listen to message while I'm doing other things. But this month, I've been so intentional about listening to the word of God. I've been so intentional. I get to take notes. You no, know, I, I set aside every other thing. I just give attention to the word of God. And I just want to thank God for that. And also for um, 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 um giving tithes consistently. I've been giving tithes before now. I've been tithes. I get to give tithe whenever income comes to me, but this is the first time I'm, I'm giving tithe consistently every day. And today is day 20. And I didn't know it has been happening, but God has been faithful. I just want to say a very big thank you. And lastly, I had issues with my, I had, I've been having, for some time, I've been having issues with my eyes and um, and in the back of my neck. And then um, it gets to a point like this thought of, oh, am I going to get blind? And um, what, what this, three days ago, I observed the thing stopped. My vision is clear. And my eyes is perfect. There's no pain. I just want to say a very big thank you to God and to you, my and all esteemed calls for the sacrifices. Man. Thank you so much. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Wow. You know, I'm just thinking how that somebody's dealing with an addiction, a negative addiction, and then somebody's dealing with spiritual addiction. <laughs> Please allow me to laugh at the devil. He's, he lost. You know when Pastor said he had to kneel, he knelt down to pray during the course of the pain. And then he was there and he said, since I cannot sleep now, let me pray in tongues. Let me just pray in tongues the morning. And then as he was praying in tongues and began to talk, he began to meditate. What he realized is that he woke up in the morning. And then he stood up, he started jumping. He said, I won, I won, I won the victory. You know, every time I hear a testimony in this house, I'm like, we won. Oh, we won. And brothers and sisters, that's how you should win in different areas of your life. Suddenly, you've won in your health. Suddenly, you've won in your family. And it is your responsibility. If you will stay in the word. God would amaze you. You'll blow your mind. Glory to God. All right, Sister Areho, over to you. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Thank you so much, Ma. Um, my testimony is, is actually groundbreaking. <laughs> uh, on Sunday, 
I woke up getting ready for church and all of a sudden my hearing on my left ear like just literally stopped I couldn't hear anything whatsoever I I spoke to it and then I said it's gone and I just continued with my day and as I was continuing my day the Holy Spirit then said to me as I was continuing my day when you when you get home you need to put some oil like olive oil in your ear and then when he said that, and then I thought about it, I thought, oh, could there be some works in my ear, maybe? Because then I was starting to think medically regarding it. And I got home, I put the oil in and I left it alone. I didn't think about it. I just continued with my day. Um, and I, I still couldn't he- hear anything from that ear. And then towards the evening, I was, I was listening to pastor. And all of a sudden, my ear just opened up, like literally just opened up and I could hear everything loud and clear. And I was just thinking about it, that this thing, if if it had been somebody else, this thing would have really got on the person's nerves and really agitated the person and caused them to become frantic but I wasn't I wasn't moved by it I just continued with my day and and then on Monday I went to work when I went to work on Monday the hearing went again I just told myself I have the life of God in me and I left it there and I continued with my day and then in the evening the hearing came back and I thought this is really odd this this is really, really odd. In my head, I thought about it. I thought, this is odd. And then a minute later, I caught myself. I'm like, no, nah, man, I've got the life of God in me. So on Tuesday, the thing still was doing its on and off thing. And then I had this young man come into hospital, only 23. On Tuesday, I was working in um, A&E. This young man is only 23. And when he came in, his legs were swollen, his face really swollen. Um, I got his history. They gave me his history, gave me his history. So I was then doing his initial assessment and triaging him. And I was asking him questions. He didn't tell me about his previous, previous medical history. And I was, I was asking his questions. He said to me, oh, um, three weeks ago, I just started feeling short of breath. I couldn't I couldn't do anything like I walk just two steps and I get short of breath and then after getting short of breath I just I just need to sit down I I can't I get exerted with any little thing and I came to hospital when I came to hospital they said to me it was pneumonia and then all of a sudden they were saying to me ah kidney failure this that and the other I said okay after that, what happened? He told me, oh, they gave me antibiotics. And then after the antibiotics, two weeks later, they put me on amilodipine. So amilodipine is a, um, is a blood pressure tablet. He's only 23. And then after that, they then gave me furizomide. Furizomide is a water tablet for if, you're in, um, if you've got too much fluid in your, in your body, you, uh, the, 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 the tablet will help to flush out the water for you. And then he then said to me, but do you know what? I don't understand what's going on because now I'm swelling up everywhere, but they've given me tablets to stop the swelling. 
I said, okay, well, we're just going to wait for the doctor. While we wait for the doctor, I will, I will do all the initial assessment tests that I need to do. So I did everything. I took his blood. I, um, I did a scan of his heart. I, um, I, um, continued as I was continuing I was just talking to him and I was just talking to him I then found out where he was from we kept talking and talking out of nowhere I was like have you ever heard of Pastor Chris literally it just it, it was uncontrollable I didn't mean to say it it just came out L- literally just came out the boy hadn't even told me he he was a Christian or what it just came out and he said yeah I've heard of him I said okay and then we continued I continued what I was doing after that I then went and spoke to the doctor and I told him like, you know, this is what's going on. Um, What do you want me to do? I've put him on oxygen. And by then he was now on four liters. He couldn't talk any more full sentences. He was gasping for air um, when you speak with him. So I, 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 um, I waited for the doctor to come and see him. When the doctor came and see him, he prescribed some antibiotics. When he prescribed the antibiotics, I gave them to him. After I gave him the antibiotics, I started talking to him again. And when we were now talking, he then told me, oh, um, I have sickle cell, actually. I said, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. And then he said to me, oh, I just feel so much pain right now um, since you put the the uh, the cannula in for me to be able to give him the medications through his through a vein I said okay I'll get you some some pain medications as I was giving him the pain medications I brought the medications to him and as I was giving it to him I was I gave it to him he took it I went back and sat down read through his previous medical history on the computer when I read through the previous medical history on the computer I was like no this is not happening because they are at that point they were at that point where they were saying they are contemplating putting him on dialysis because the the kidney function is below 20 percent his kidney function is now at a point where it's below 20 percent so even when he pees it's really really small amounts of pee that he pees um and um and um I said, okay. So I looked at it. When I looked at it, I went back to him. I said to him, so me and you are going to do something now. By then he was just my only patient. Everybody else was out um, because I was working in the COVID area of A&E that particular day. So we sat down, I put on healing streams. We watched healing streams together. We were looking, we watched um, one testimony of, uh, I think his name is Prodnoje. He was a young man from Uganda. We sat down and we watched that together. Whilst we were watching it, I then had another patient come in. So I said to him, oh, I need to go and attend to my other patient. I'll leave you with my phone. The the young man sat there with my phone. He was just listening to everything. He was listening to everything. When I finished with the other patient, I now came back and I spoke to him. He said to me, oh, I'm done with it. Here is your phone. I said to him, and do you know that God wants you well? And he said, yes. And I said to him, do you know that this is the reason why you came to hospital today? Because you had to meet me. And he said, yes. And I said to him, when you... When you get when you get to the ward, I want you to go back to this website. I have a listen through it. But because of the nature of my job, I can't take his number. I can't do anything other than signpost him. Um, because if I do anything other than signposting him, taking his number or anything, it's going to be seen as though I'm taking advantage of him. And as I was leaving and I was going home, uh, by then, I was now ready to go home because my shift had ended after I handed over. As I was leaving, I went to say bye to him. He said to me, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I could see that 
there was no hope in his eyes. There was hope in his eyes. And I said to him, only believe. If you can only believe. As I was leaving, like my ears just opened up completely. <laughs> As I was leaving, my ear literally opened up and I could just hear everything perfectly fine. So this is my testimony. And as I was living and walking away, I was speaking in tongues and praying for him. And I said to him, Lord. Sorry, Sister Areho, you need to unmute. Can you hear me, Sister Areho? You need to unmute from your end. Can she hear me? Sister Arejo. Okay. All right. Thank you for your testimony. Thank you for sharing with us. God bless you. Sister Atta Flourish, please unmute and share your testimony. Praise the Lord. Um, thank you so much, Ma. Thank you, co-host and everyone for allowing God to use you. God has been gracious and kind. You know, the, before I was struggling with some negative addiction, like I thought like, you know, I've been a Christian. Like you said earlier, Ma, you, you, I, I was asking myself the other day, what have I been doing with my life? Because now it's not like I was not struggling to stop. It just, it said going off me. For instance, I'm someone that I can eat. I never knew that was an addiction. And I can like stay on Instagram for like four hours straight. And I could watch Netflix when, I, when I'm free. But now I realize that those things, okay, the other day, a few days ago, I uninstalled my Instagram, my Netflix, me. Not stay without Instagram and Netflix. Like, and I don't even miss them. That was like five days ago. And God has been so gracious. Like the word of God is now so real to me. Like, like you said, my you once you once God helps you with a remove a negative addiction, you replace it. Now, like all I do is listen to pastors' messages. When I'm sleeping, I'm playing your love word songs, and and then I wake up excited. I like the, it's so exciting that it tickles and it's like I can't even recognize myself again and I also want to thank God for my business you know last um the last time I I import goods from Thailand so the last time I did business we had some projects to do in church we needed to renovate our church so I gave most of it for the renovation for the project. So the little money, the money I had left with me was not enough to place goods. But as I speak to you, two days ago, my goods came in. It was fully paid for. It was being cleared for free. Like it was not on credit. It was for free. And it's not a small one. Like God has been gracious. Like the word of God is real. I, I went to the warehouse, I was shaking, like everything was free. I want to thank God, like my life has been from glory to glory and I'm excited. 
And again, you know, your love will start here um, 2 a.m. our time. So most of the time I'm tired, so I sleep halfway. But now I can stay the whole, like throughout the whole service, the, all the sessions, and then I don't sleep. I don't feel sleepy. I'm shouting and I'm crying. Like I catch it. Like I understand, I understand as Pastor is saying it, like, I'm sure my neighbors will be wondering what's wrong with this here because middle of the night I'm screaming. Like, God is gracious. Thank you so much, Ma. Thank you, esteemed co-host. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What's happening to you is Christ alive in you. Say, I'm alive to God and Christ is alive in me. You are alive to God. Suddenly you have been awakened, you know, to the experience of the god life praise god congratulations congratulations so when i was talking about instagram i'm not saying you should not go on instagram don't just make it an addiction so and then of course for some of you who it has been a terrible addiction you need to you you might even need to stay away for like a very long time and that's okay that's okay praise god and if you don't need it i i, I would appeal to you if you really don't need it if you're not doing business on Instagram and you're not using your personal page to inspire people, you can as well take, take it out. It will do you more good to be out than even to keep it. So thank you so much for sharing your testimony. Sister Precious, over to you. Good morning, esteemed Sister Maka. Good morning, family. Wow. wow, I've been so blessed by all the testimonies today. And and everyone touched a part of me, um, talking about how um, <clears throat> I've literally woken up from my sleep. It's time for inspired by the word. Now get up, log in fast, and join the prayers. How joining your love world that has been all all my attention, being focused on past and the word has been amazing. But I just want to testify about my sister in us healing. She went uh, for healing stream. And prior to that time, we were praying, interceding for her, setting up Zoom prayers, and we prayed. So during the sailing, I remember clearly, Brother Martin said, tell whoever is sick around you that they, will not be, they, will, they won't come back with this sickness. That healing stream is for them. So I quickly texted her and I told her, this healing stream is for you. You're not coming back this same way because she had this high sight um high issues her sight gradually deteriorated to the extent that she had a baby but she couldn't see how the baby looks like so it was that serious so we're praying we kept praying interceding for her on the day of um healing stream pastor touched her we're excited and this week we got it um a voice note from her that because she's a tailor she sews that Prior to this time, she couldn't see the chalk line. So all she would do is to tell her girl to help her machine like that. But this week, she saw the, thread, the chalk line, the white line, and she was able to sew the line. And she's so excited. We all are excited. So I just want to give God the glory and for his gracious kindness Praise to us. God. Thank you so much, Uncle. Thank you, Zambaka. Congratulations to her and congratulations to you all. God is gracious and he's kind. So many testimonies came out of healing streams and we are grateful to God. All right, Sister Uti, 
over to you in two minutes. Praise the Lord. Praise Hallelujah. the Lord. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this opportunity. I'm grateful. I want to thank God for his grace and his mercy. I have a testimony about my son. He just turned three years old, not about two weeks ago. And um, three days ago, during your love world, as pastor made the altar call, <laughs> he gave his life to Christ. Can you imagine? And, um, you know, when he was doing it, I... I, you know, I, I initially wanted to think that, okay, you no, know, these uh, little kids, they are stuff. But the Spirit of God told me, don't take this lightly. Don't take this lightly. This is serious. And okay, so I, I watched him do everything Pastor did. And then he turned to me and he said, mommy, I'm alive. I'm alive. Glory. And he stood up and jumped with his hands in the air. I was like, okay, yes, you're alive, you're alive, you're now born again. He said, yes, I'm now born again. And then next morning he woke up because he goes for summer, um, school. they're doing the summer lessons, this um, holiday period. And he, I was attending to the baby and he ran into the room with a few smile on his face. And then he, he touched me and I said, mommy, I'm alive unto God. And then I remember what the spirit of God told me the previous day. And I was like, wow, this boy is actually born again now. So I just want to give God glory and thank him for that. And it just took my mind back to all that the spirit of God um, showed to me while I was still pregnant with him because we, um, my husband and I, we didn't have kids immediately after we got married for about, about six years before we had him. And during when I was pregnant for him, the spirit of God showed me so many things about him because he came as a miracle. In fact, my husband had to attend the healing school then with Pastor in 2019 before uh, I had my son. And I, I just thank God because what happened just, the Spirit of God just used what happened to remind me of the things he has shown me about him and what he was going to do. So I want to thank God for, for that. And then also concerning our business, um, two days ago, uh, Sister Maka gave award concerning uh, the, uh, uh, the business I do with Sister Debbie and um, we've had a lot of we had a lot of people invest not a lot of people but a few people invest a lot of money when we started out the farm because it's a very very big farm here in Lagos State and um, so um, <clears throat> we're supposed to be giving paying them some returns annually and um, for almost two years we were not able to meet up with the returns but yesterday, I said, so amazing. One of them called, and this is one person that um, has never bothered us all this while, though we had not given him his returns for um, almost two years now, since after the first one. So he called us, uh, and he actually called Debbie. And the reason for calling was to encourage us and, and tell us not to lose faith that, in fact, he's not even thinking about the money and all of that. That's, that's the list of whatever is on his mind, but that it was on his heart to call us and to encourage us to be strong, that the time is now. And I was like, wow, 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 wow. Unlike, unlike what is expected that someone uh, whom you're owing returns will call and know, like put pressure on you and all of that. But he called just to encourage us and to strengthen us. And oh, I was, I was so, so 
like I was so taken away. I was like, God, thank you, thank you, thank you. And he actually prayed for us and blessed us and, you know, poured out himself, really. And I was so grateful to God. I said, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. And lastly, uh, I want to also thank God because we're able to lead six of our workers to Christ. Six of them. And these are people that are not, they are not uh, skilled. They are not educated because, you know, they're farm, they're farm hands. They're not educated. And some of them, in communicating with them, they are, their brothers have to, like, interpret what you're saying to them because they are coming there. Some of them are from Kotonu, some of them from the northern part of Nigeria. So they don't really understand English and all that. So, but uh, Deb, Debbie and I, we decided that, okay, each time we go visit the farm and during the course of the week, we'll try as much as possible to take the Rhapsody session with them before they go on break. And we started that like two weeks ago. And then last week, six of them, six of them gave their hearts to Christ. So I just, I just want to thank God for that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Wow. Congratulations on your testimonies. That of your son. So amazing. So amazing. So cute to watch a three-year-old give his life to Christ and be conscious that he's alive to Christ. Glory to God. Congratulations, Brother John. Over to you. Thank you so much, Ma. Okay, <clears throat> I would want to share. Um, I think when so I don't know the name of the person now, but sharing a testimony about the streams, then so God now reminded me that I have a testimony from the passing streams that I have not shared. So on the first day of the healing streams, because I had intended to host a healing center in my house. But I was on duty at work that day. So, and where I work is very sensitive because you can be at work and <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't be at work like working while the program is going on. So, but that day at work, I just thought to myself, I said, ah, killing stream is going on. What can I do? Because, okay, let me just say, I'm a staff. So, but a lot of staff members can be so busy. Like, I mean, ministry staff, we can be so busy that even during program, we are busy working. And we're not get to that, you're not get to that point where you are just working. You, you think your work in the house of God substitutes for your own personal fellowship. So that day I just thought, okay, what can I do? Then I went to the admin office. I turned on the TV there. I literally set up my own <laughs> healing, set, healing center of staff members. And we were like five, the one person left during the program, but five of us connected. So that day, during the program, I went there to the light, so I went out to turn on the generator. While as I was going on Friday, the meeting was going on. Then I thought I'd had this pain for months in my right side of my my mouth i don't know whether it's the teeth or the gum i can't really i don't really know but the pain has i find it difficult to chew on that part i've said okay maybe i'll visit the dentist but but i don't know i've but recently but before then i had i still didn't even try what, what can i do they said okay take some pain meds but i had told myself that this year i'm not taking any drug 
like so what can I do? So when we got to that point where I was thinking, maybe I should just take this pain medicine to at least relieve me of this pain. Because I don't chew on that part anymore because of I've prayed, I go, go, go. But so but that day, as I was walking towards the generator, I'm sure I was reminded the healing power of God is in the air. <laughs> That's what I said. The healing power of God is in the air. Take advantage of it. I said, oh, true. And as I was, I just laid my hands on that part and I said, yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus, you came, you cease from this moment. And so I spoke to it. And a few seconds later, I felt a cold sensation on that part of my, of my, of my mouth. And I knew that, okay, pain was gone. So I was happy. The next day, I woke up, I didn't feel the pain anymore. So then, I think few um, days later, or maybe the next day after that, I felt the pain. But I now knew that now it's now, I've been healed, but it's now left for me now to consummate what I've received. Then I will always declare, say, yes, pain, you are dead from your roots. So I would, I mount pressure, mount pressure with the word. I think about a week later, I just discovered that the pain is no more there anymore. And since from then till now, the pain it has totally gone. I didn't visit any dentist. I didn't need to like I'm completely healed. This is something that I've battled with for over six, seven months. You know, so I just want to thank God for the efficacy of his word for in that um, aspect. Then number two is um, there are some things that I may not be able to fully say now, but I want to thank God for my, for my family, especially for my wife. You know, she went through an ordeal, like female, I think Stamaka is very aware of it. And it was a challenge for me. But looking at her now, like I wake up every day, I look at her, and I look at how strong she is, how, how you know, passionate, it about the things of God that she is. I look at her, you know, yesterday, I think it was day for to when Pastor Tori married and bearing children. I looked, I said, Lord, I married right to my <laughs> you know, I knew I married right because she's such an amazing woman. She's such an amazing woman, and I'm grateful. She's a testimony because tomorrow is my wedding anniversary, and I've reminisced and I'm like, God, you gave me this gift, and I'm grateful. So I want to thank God for her, for her especially. She's, she's God's gift to me. So thank you very much, everyone. And over to you, Mark. We thank God for her too, because if the house is not peaceful, John will not be available to read Bible for us. Glory to God. <laughs> so we, we thank God. We thank God for your marriage, for your wife, for your family. And we celebrate God's healing. Glory to God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Sister Areho, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, yeah. Finish your testimony. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Ma. I'm so sorry about what happened. Um, I got to um, 
I think I was uh, at the stage where I was leaving work. And um, just before I left work, um, whilst I had been listening to his chest, because I um, at the moment they've gone back to the mandate of wearing the masks at work. I was literally listening to his chest. Whilst I was listening, I was speaking in tongues and talking to him. But I don't think he saw what I was doing. And as I was doing that, I really just realized that, you know, this young man came here today because he even said himself, he said that I've been trying very hard not to come to the hospital. I don't like hospitals. And this has been an issue for the past week or so. Um, and it never really resolved when I went home after my last admission two weeks ago. So I knew that when he came in contact with me, I had to leave him with something. And when I was leaving, when I now said my goodbyes to him and I was leaving, he said, thank you to me. I said, I haven't done anything. He said, yes, you did. And then he looked at me. When he looked at me, he was smiling. This is somebody that initially when he came, he was frowning. He was really frowning and angry and didn't want to be there and made it very obvious to me that he did not want to be in the hospital. All of a sudden, his persona, his, persona, his facial expressions have changed just because of meeting me and the things that I shared with him and the words that I said to him. And as I was leaving, I said, remember, I told you, God wants you well. And I reminded him about that, John. And then I left. As I was leaving, I started speaking in tongues and I was praying for him. And I said, God, I thank you. I thank you for perfection in health. And he will testify. And as I was leaving, as soon as I just finished saying that, literally my ear just, I could just hear all over again. And I could hear perfectly well. And since then, like my ear has just, it's been a different kind of hearing I'm hearing even better than how I was hearing before if I could say it like that and I'm just grateful to God that every time when I go into work I'm conscious of the fact that my hands they're not normal hands I'm conscious of the fact that when patients come near me and I talk to them I talk to them differently every single time I leave a room with a patient they always say thank you nurse thank you for looking after me and majority of the times when I get patients they always push me towards patients who have mental health issues and because they know that when I finish talking to the patient even if the patient wants to abscond and leave the hospital my voice talking to them they will not leave they will wait and be seen to and as they're being seen to I'll be encouraging them reminding them that their life has value and that was one thing I had I'm so grateful to God that he's given me an opportunity because I used to wonder why did I become a nurse? Because I couldn't understand it because I fell into nursing. It wasn't the degree I wanted to pursue. It isn't even my first degree. I fell into it. And this year, God has really shown me why he's put me into nursing. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be able to change lives. And that opportunity to change lives, I don't take it lightly because Imagine, he's a 23-year-old, you know, and, and he, 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 if he hadn't met me, his life wouldn't have changed. So I'm so grateful to the Spirit of God for this opportunity. And I'm so grateful to you, Sister Amaka, for everything you've taught me and everything you continue to teach me every day. So, so grateful. Thank you.
Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you so much, Esteem Sister Hall, for sharing your testimony. And God is really doing amazing things, you know, with your life. And he's made us his outstretched arm in the world. You know, um, this testimony is for us to be all conscious of the fact that what we have, you know, most of the testimonies today have been about the work of God in your in personal lives. The experience that you have, you can communicate it to others. You can communicate it in healing, in every good work. He said you'll be fruitful in every good work. You are not fruitful in your personal work with God. So you'll be fruitful in your finances. Many are sharing how that they don't even know where the money to tithe is coming from. Because before now, they didn't used to have money every day. But suddenly you have money every day. It just looks so different. Like you're looking back at July, looking at August, and you're like, is this me? But yes, it is you. And it's a life that you can communicate, irrespective of where you walk, what you do, and how you meet people. You can communicate this life. Praise God. All right, Brother Martins, you have a testimony. Please go ahead. Praise God. Um, thank you so much, Esther Maka, for this um, wonderful privilege. Um, what I'm about to say is not um, really a testimony. It's just an, um, what the Spirit of God was putting in my heart while um, I heard the testimonies of others. You know, um, one of the things that it really that really um, constantly comes to my spirit is the fact that there is power in this place, and Every one of us, the Bible says, the pastor has always told us that when we fellowship together, there are distributions. And because there are distributions, you, I take from what you have, you take from what is me, that is of God, that is spiritual. So as we fellowship constantly every day, like Starion was talking about, you know, having to minister to somebody and, um, you know, the way she changed the person's life and all that. And this work was just telling me immediately, he said, this is what is constant in our life. We are meant to change lives. We are meant to impact people. We are meant to, to cause people to have the best of God. And thinking of that, one instance, he told me again, he said, there is power in your eyes. There is power in your hands. There's power in your eyes. There's power in your hands. Anyone you lay hands on is blessed. Anyone, as, you, as soon as you look into them, maybe, for instance, you're going for an interview or you're going for a, um, for a presentation. Not like you will stare into people's eyes, but try and have eye contact. Because when you do, there's a transfer. You disarm them. They cannot deny you. That's what Israel was telling me. They cannot deny you. Praise God. Thank you so much, Sister Maka. Thank you so much, Ma. Praise God. Thank you so much, Justin Brother Martins. They cannot deny us. We're faced with a world that no matter how terrible they are, the consciousness that we carry, <laughs> the monarch of the universe in us is everything. But Emmanuel, I'm not sure why you are just raising your hand, but I'll give you a minute to speak. Go ahead and unmute from your end. Please, if you are using an earpiece, can you take it out? We can't hear you very well. No, please. 
Your voice is very faint, as though you are away from your phone. You need to unmute from your end. Can you hear me now? Are you far from your phone? Are you using something else? Or are you talking directly to the phone? I'm talking directly to the phone. So you need to speak louder, please. Um, okay, better now. Yes, I wanted to just share the attest. Specifically, there was um, this this time I there was this time so well, Emmanuel, I can barely hear you. If this is the loudest we can get, so maybe you can post a testimony on the group. Maybe you can type it out and post it because we can barely hear you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, um, everyone who has shared a testimony today. And um, today, I, I really wanted us to take testimonies about the walking of the Lord in our lives and the word, the prosperity of the word in our lives, the glory of the word. And you've heard all the testimonies. I know that everybody here has a testimony, even though you are not raising your hand and you are not testifying. There are some of you, you have never testified on this platform. I'll catch you. Don't worry. Anyways, we're grateful to God. He's so amazing. And he's at work in us. So much is happening. And I'm just thinking after August, what is coming after August? If he has told us that August is going to prepare us for so much more and it's a different kind of month, we're excited. And, you know, the need, the work, the, the experience that many are having in Christ, so blissful, so beautiful. Thank you so much, everybody, for sharing your testimony. At this moment, Pastor Deborah, please round off and then we can share the benediction. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Wow, congratulations, everyone. The testimonies have been amazing. Thank you so much, same Sister Maka, for the opportunity to round off the meeting today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful, hallelujah. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our hearts. We thank you for the joy of the manifestation of your words in our life at every count, at every opportunity. We want to say thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. Your word indeed is eternal, and your work never ends. It never fades. It never fails. Father, we are grateful for what you do daily in the lives of members of Inspired by the Word. We are grateful. Thank you, O oh God, for the opportunities you give us, the host and co-host, you know, to teach the word, to pray, to prophesy, to do everything, to minister to the brethren. It's a rare opportunity and we are grateful. And we are grateful also for the fellowship of one with another. 
you continually tell us in the word that this fellowship is very important. Here we see many that are strengthened, many that are enlightened, many that have come out of desperate, desperate situations. Father, we are grateful. And we thank you for the many more testimonies. We thank you for after August. We thank you for the many things, the many busting forth on every side. We thank you for every word of prophecy that have been spoken here on this platform since its inception about everyone. Father, we thank you for the manifestation. Father, we thank you, oh God, because we will be those ones that will actually manifest the supernatural every day, in every place, and the world will come and say we want to serve your God. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for the teaching. Thank you for the encouragement. Father, we are grateful. We are so, so grateful. And thank you for these testimonies. Yes, because they are just a preface to the many more glorious things that you're gonna be doing in our lives. Father, we thank you for the admonition that you give to us. Thank you for aligning us so much with the spirit of God. It was so evident in this last year, love all. And we can only say thank you. Thank you, precious Father. We are grateful. We are grateful. We've learned to trust you. We've learned to look up to you only. We've learned to be confident daily in your word. Father, thank you. Thank you for strengthening us. Many more still on the platform saying, how can I do it? You strengthen them. You encourage them. You show, you show them how to manage their time to be able to get the best out of the word and out of the resources that you've made available to us. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for our families. Yes, because we are covering for our families and extension for our families. We thank you for our jobs, our businesses, for the many more ideas you are giving to us. Those who are asking how, when, how can I do this thing? Father, we thank you because those ideas have been given to them. Answers have come to them. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Serving you is easy and the sweetest, most fulfilling thing ever. And we see many more coming to the knowledge of this truth. Thank you, precious Father. We are grateful. We are grateful. And all those who come in contact with today will change their lives. We direct them to the word. We direct them to your spirit. Father, we say thank you. The rest of the month of August is a glorious one for us. Thank you, precious Father. And all of us, those that have not started meditating, they are encouraged to meditate because no one left behind. No one left behind. It will be like, I always have a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has an evidence of the working of the word and their meditations in their life. Thank you, precious Father. Yes, it's a glorious month. It's a glorious month. And as we dig, digging deeper, digging deeper, digging deeper for the, for the magnificent buildings, the magnificent edifice that are coming out of us. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 So after we share the benediction, um, Sister Grace, you're going to take that song again, all for you. And then while the song is on, you can just sing it as you log out. Glory to God. All right. So let's unmute and share the benediction at this time. 
and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, the Sister Grace, over to you. All for you. My entire being revolves around you. You are working in me to will and to do of your good pleasure. Displaying your virtue and perfection. Abounding in good works at all times and my deepest deep meditation is about you all for you lord my entire spirit falls around you you are working in me to will and to do of your good pleasure. Displaying your virtues and perfection. Yeah. Abounding in good works at all times. And my deepest deep meditation is about you. Yes, my deepest deep meditation is about you. Lord, my deepest deep meditation is about you, Lord. Oh, 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 I love you. testify that we love you if you love the lord jesus you can scream it have a beautiful day everyone god bless you see you all at 10 p.m god bless you Amen. Amen.